what do you need to do the first week of college to set yourself up for success? That's what we're gonna talk about this week on College on Fleet. Hey, it's time to stop procrastinating, get your S2G, and crush it in college. I'm Mary Dittman. This is College on Fleet. I'm Mary Dittman. I'm an award-winning business professor on the collegiate level and the creator of Wonderful Life and College on Fleet. Today, we're going to look at three things that you need to do the to set yourself up for success. The week that this is being broadcast is our first week back. I teach at Francis Marion University and we start classes back again this week. And we're gonna talk about what is it that you need to do to set yourself up for success, whether you're a first semester freshman or you're getting ready to graduate as a senior. This show is going to help you know what exactly to do your first week. Now, every week, I like to give you a motivation hack. And this hack is to help you stay motivated when you're feeling overwhelmed. You know, a lot of times there are things that you know that you need to plow through and get done, but you don't know what to do or it, it you, like you don't understand the task. So having a mantra that you can tell yourself in those times when you're feeling overwhelmed or you can't figure out what to do, a mantra can really help. My mentor taught me everything is figure outable. And I will say everything is figure outable when I'm working on something and I can't figure out what to do. You know, if you go to collegeonfleek.com, I built that website. I do this filming, I edit the videos, I produce a podcast, and my mom was here visiting um, one time and I was doing some filming and then editing and she said, how did you learn to do all this stuff? And I was like, I don't know, I just learned, I taught myself. I mean, I, I got into the, the program and I learned how to use it, just trial and error. And so there are a lot of times when I'm working on things and I'm like, I don't, I don't know what to do. But then I tell myself everything is figure outable. There is a way to do this. So a mantra. Another mantra I like is from one of my favorite movies of Star Wars, The Force Awakens. I am an OG Star Wars fan. I went to see the very first Star Wars movie when it came out in the theater. And so I've always been a huge Star Wars fan. Nerd alert, nerd alert. I've always been a huge Star Wars fan. I mean, my brother and I had the little figurines and I still have a full set of the Empire Strikes Back trading cards. Full set. But in episode seven, The Force Awakens, there's a scene where the two protagonists, Rey and Finn, need to escape and they're running away from the stormtroopers and they're basically in a junkyard and they find the Millennium Falcon. Nerd alert, nerd alert. And Finn says, oh, but we need a pilot. And Ray says, oh no, I'm a pilot. And so they get into the Millennium Falcon and she goes one way to the cockpit and he goes the other way 
to uh, the little gunnery area because he's gonna um, operate the machine gun. And she sits down in the captain's chair, there's the cockpit in front of her and she's looking at it and she says, I can do this, I can do this. Meanwhile, Finn, who's in the gunnery chair, sits in it. He's never worked this thing. And he starts flipping switches and you hear him say, I can do this, I can do this. So that's another mantra that I like when I'm up against something and it just feels like something I can't do, I'll say, I can do this. So come up with something that you can tell yourself to encourage yourself when you're not sure what to do. Everything is figure outable or I can do this. Now, every week I like to give you a study hack or a success hack. And I've got a whole bunch of these type of tools. If you go to collegeonfleek.com and you can see all kind of good hacks and tips there, especially I want you to go get the Study Smart Toolkit. And this is going to help you study for any exam, any class. When I was in college, I had terrible test anxiety. And I've seen many of my students who, quite frankly, didn't have to work very hard in high school and they got fantastic grades. Well, they come to college, they don't know how to study, and they start failing. And I'm talking honor students. And I realized that they never had to study for anything and they don't know how to study. So I started sharing with my students my study technique and it was working for them. I mean, I was seeing my students go from F's to A's. And so I started teaching the technique to more students and then I figured, well, I could really help more people if this was a video that everyone could have access to. So go to collegeonfleek.com, get that Study Smart Toolkit. It's a one-on-one -on -one me teaching you. It's a video tutorial, and I'm gonna teach you how to study for any class. Now, I can't guarantee what grades you're going to get, but I'll tell you, I've seen my students go from Fs to As on the very next test. This isn't something that's gonna take you months to improve. This is, I'm talking the very next test. So go to collegeonfleek.com, get your study smart toolkit. Here's a success hack. You've heard of FOMO, right? Fear of missing out. Well, I have another definition of FOMO. I like to think of FOMO as a mashup between focus and motivation. Fo, focus, mo, motivation. FOMO, focus and motivation. And that is the key to success on anything. You have to be focused and you have to stay motivated. So now, don't worry about having FOMO, fear of missing out. You want FOMO, focus and motivation. It's a good thing. All right, let's talk about what do you need to do the very first week of school to set yourself up for success. Now, of course, you're, if you're living on campus, you're getting yourself situated in your dorm or maybe in your apartment, you're um, figuring out where the cafeteria is. And in fact, I'll give you a little bonus right now. One thing that I used to do in college, and I still do it today as a professor, I would take my schedule 
and I would walk around and I would find every single classroom that I was gonna be in. I didn't wait until I was on my way to class the first time. I'd usually go the day before classes started and I would scope out the building and I would find my classroom. I still do that today as a professor. Sometimes I'm assigned a classroom that I've never taught in before. And so before classes start, I will go find the classroom, make sure I am familiar with the setup, make sure I have a key to the door. So there's a little bonus for you, is go ahead and find where your classrooms are. But let's get down to what I was really gonna teach you. And the first thing is, right off the bat, you gotta get your S2G, get your sh um, shizzle together. Okay, you've gotta get your S2G. And here's what that's gonna look like for you. In all of your classes, your professor is going to give you a syllabus. And the syllabus is really the roadmap for what's going to be happening in the class. So you're gonna have your syllabus. Now, how you go from here really depends on what works best for you. You might prefer to have like one really big three ring binder and you keep everything in there for all of your classes. And then you just maybe use some divider tabs. So if you're taking five classes, you'd have five divider tabs. And that one notebook holds everything for every class. You may prefer to have file folders. You may prefer to have smaller three ring binders. I usually don't recommend just a, a file folder like this because when you just stick things in here, they're there's really no way to organize them. But you want to be able to keep everything together and organized. I've seen so many students, they just cram everything in their backpack and then they can't find the homework assignment, they can't find the article they were supposed to read, they can't find the assignment they need to turn in. In my classes, many times the final exam is cumulative and I return their old tests to them so that they can study off of them and they'll tell me that they can't find their exams. So you need to be able to keep everything. And also one year I had a student, I assigned him a grade of B in the class. He came to see me and he said, no ma'am, I should have had an A. And I said, I, we looked at the grade book. I said, well, here we go, homework three. You didn't turn it in, it was a zero. He said, no ma'am, I turned it in and he had it. He handed it to me, he had made a hundred on it and it was my handwriting. And apparently what I had done was probably I got distracted, maybe somebody walked in or the phone rang. And, and I suspect what happened was as I was putting the grades in the grade book, I probably was about to do his, I got interrupted, went back to it, put his on the done stack, and then I go back through my grade book and anyone who doesn't have a grade, they get a zero. And I'm sure that that's what I did. But he had every homework assignment that I had returned back to him. And that was so smart of him because then when he came to see me to say, no, I had a hundred on all my assignments, here they all are. He made his case quickly and easily. And of course I did correct it. I immediately changed that grade with the registrar to the A that he had earned, but in order for you to be able to do that, you've got to have your S to G. So, and you have to be disciplined, meaning you're probably gonna need a three hole punch. You are gonna need 
some notebooks or some way of organizing. Now, if you love a file folder, fine. Have a file folder for handouts, returned exams, notes, whatever, and use different file folders. Now, I don't want it to sound like I have something against file folders because I actually really like them. And in fact, one class that I teach is for students on academic probation, and I normally have less than 15 people in there. What I do is I create a folder for every student, and then I use my label maker because I'm a nerd. And so the um, each file folder has the student's name on it, clearly labeled. But then I got turned on to these plastic cases, and um, I, I don't know where we got them, but I'm sure if you went on Amazon, you could find them. But they will hold your file folders and then they have a larger version too. But this is great because then they don't get all messed up. And if you did have a, a sheet of paper that you wanted to file or it was loose for some reason, you could stick it in here. So you might find some of these clear file, file folder holders but that's one way if you want to use file folders, but you've got to get your S to G. And that includes things like having your pens and pencils where you can get them easily, having a calculator, like knowing where your stuff is. One thing that I'll do is once a week, I do mine on Sunday, I will totally clean out my bag. I've thrown away all the old gum wrappers and the pens and pencils are where they're supposed to be and I know right where my lip gloss is. You know, the important things. But maybe once a week, clean out your bag and make sure it's organized. Number two, get a planner. The calendar on your phone is not gonna cut it because you can't normally see the month at a glance and see a bunch of things that are written down. You need to be able to see things, uh, not only today what's happening and this week, but this month and what's coming up in three weeks from now. And you're going to need a planner or a calendar. Now, I used to only use my phone for my calendar and then my phone got wet and it died. And my entire calendar was ruined. That's why now I've gone back to a paper calendar and you can use both. Sometimes what I'll do is if I'll have the paper calendar and then I'll take a picture of it if I feel like I need to have it on my phone. But you need some type of planner that is going to work. So you can go to the dollar store literally and get a calendar. It can be a wall calendar. It can be a little paper planner that you have in your backpack. It can be a really nice organizer if that works better for you. I've seen very nice organizers, frankly, at Walmart for $6.76. But what you would do is you would take all your syllabi and look through them. And if your professor has put the dates on the syllabus, go ahead and write every one of those dates in your calendar right off the bat. Because I'm telling you, you're not gonna remember things are gonna sneak up on you. I cannot tell you how many students have told me, I forgot we had a test today. And I am a professor that day one, when I give you that syllabus, that's when the exams are. I've already got it planned out. So there's no reason that they would forget. And plus I remind you in class like 84 times before the next exam. But 
Many of your professors are not going to remind you of things. Put this stuff in your calendar. Number three, you need to create some kind of structure, especially if this is your first time away from home. Listen, when you're living with your parents, they probably have some structure. And high school is a different game altogether. You know, if you don't show up to high school, uh, somebody's getting a phone call. All right, someone's checking on you. You're legally required to attend high school. When you get to college, nobody's checking on you. And most of your professors, when you don't come to class, they'll drop you. And they won't even tell you that they're going to drop you. Half the time, like I don't even really tell students that I have dropped them. I had a kid come in and take a test one time. And when he, when he turned it in, I was like, oh, I dropped you from the class last week. So, you have got to create your own structure and it can be very challenging because you get to school and there's nobody who is managing you. Your mom is not there getting you up in the morning and getting you breakfast and making sure you get to class on time and your roommate is probably going to be no help whatsoever and if you have fallen in with a group of friends who's making bad decisions, then nobody is going to be encouraging you to do the right thing. You have to create your own structure. That's going to include things like getting enough sleep, making sure that you're eating or eating healthy foods as much as you can, going to class, actually doing your homework, making time to study. Now again, I don't believe in studying for hours and hours and hours. Get that study smart toolkit. I believe in studying smart, okay? So you wanna get as much as you can out of as little time as you can. So go to collegeonfleek.com and get that study smart toolkit. But be prepared to create structure for yourself. And like I said, on your planner, you wanna treat your classes like a class you treated in high school, which is, you better go. Listen, during the semester, things are gonna happen. Life is gonna happen. You're probably gonna get sick. God forbid, you might have something happen in your family, your car breaks down, and you won't be able to go to class. So don't skip class just because you're tired, you're hungover, you don't feel like it. Go to class that will help you with your structure. One of my students last semester told me that part of the reason she was on academic probation was because she'd go to, from class right back to her room and she would, I'm gonna study, and she'd sit down on the bed and you know, then she'd be kind of bored and she'd be on her phone and then she'd fall asleep. And then she'd wake up and she certainly wasn't motivated to study. So she thought, well, I'll just watch some Netflix. Well, Netflix isn't going to motivate you to study. And so she wasn't doing anything. And what she told me, she said, now what I do is she said, when I'm done with class, I don't go back to my room. I said, where do you go? She's like, I don't know. I go anywhere. She said, I go to library. I'll go find an empty classroom to sit in. I'll go to the writing center or the tutoring center. I'll go sit in the cafeteria. She said, I'll go sit in the little coffee shop. She said, I don't go back to my room because when I go back to my room, I end up in the bed and then I don't do anything. 
And I thought that was really smart. She was creating structure for herself. Another student uh, told me that he would go to the tutoring center at least once a week and he had a standing appointment at the tutoring center and he said you know I don't always need help with with what I'm working on he said you know there are some times when I don't need a tutor but he said I still go to the tutoring center and I use that as the time to do whatever work I think I'm not gonna want to get done because you're gonna have some work that you'll think is easy or you don't mind doing it and you'll have other work that you just hate and he for him that was math and so he would go every week to his tutoring appointment. And when he got there, he might say to his tutor, you know, I don't really think I need help on this. What I would like to do is sit here, do my assignment, and then would you be willing to look over it? Tutor's like, yeah, no, sure, no problem. That's the easiest appointment she had all day. And so he would sit there and he would do his homework. And he told me, he said, I'm free every weekend. He said, I do all my work during the week and on the weekend, I don't have anything I have to do. This kid was on academic probation. By the way, he's not now. And he created structure for himself. So he said, during the week when, when I'm not in class, I am doing my work. And he said by Thursday night, which at my school, Thursday night is kind of the big party night. But he said, by Thursday night, I'm done with my work. And he said, if I get anything on Friday from a teacher, I go ahead and knock it out on Friday. He said, I don't have to do anything over the weekend. That is cool. That is really smart. But he created a structure to help himself. If you will do these things, get your S to G, get a planner and use it, and then create a structure for yourself, that is really gonna help set you up for success. Now, next week, we're going to talk about what do you do when you just feel overwhelmed? And I mean overwhelmed like there is so much work that you have to do and you just feel like you are drowning. And we're gonna talk about how to cope with overwhelm next week. In the meantime, put a comment if you would, since school is about to start, I'd love to hear, is there anything that you already feel like you need help with and that you would like to hear more about? Put it in the comments, because this is not a monologue, okay? This is a dialogue. I'm done with college, so this show is not to help me. It's to help you. So let me know what you want to hear more about. And please, do yourself a solid. Go to collegeonfleek.com, get your Study Smart Toolkit, and that way you'll never be in my class for academic probation. Well, thank you so much for watching and we'll see you next time on College on Fleek.